All right, everybody, here we are. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for the Think Different Podcast live here on YouTube. And we are happy to be here, guys, for another great episode of the Fake Different Podcast. If you have never joined us for this before, we are former Apple employees, and we now are no longer employed by Apple. That's right. We are not there because we decided to either retire or find new jobs. So we're now just here as fans of Apple, and we are here to talk about what happened today here at WWDC, because that's what we do. One of the best days of the year, next to Christmas. <laughs> That's right. It is like, for Apple people, this is like our Christmas. So, ladies and gentlemen, first off, I need to introduce to myself, me, myself, I am Will, the TLD. That's right, I am Will, the TLD. And, of course, my co-host right below me, this man right down here, he is <laughs> Mr. Frank this Funk. Hey, what's going on, Will? I have no today, idea. Huh? There, nothing happened. Nothing. Nothing happened at all. A lot of things happened today, man. I got to tell you, Frank, how was your week, sir? My week was good. Good. Lost another two pounds. Hey, that, and that's... Uh, by the way, I saved this man's life because I <laughs> made him into the keto lifestyle. So I'm so proud of myself for saving his life. Yep. So we're doing pretty well on it. So things are going good. Good. I'm glad to hear that, man. I'm happy that you are happy and alive and kicking. Yep. You know, all those good things. My golf game sucks, but other than that... Well, I mean, you were never a golfer to begin with oh, there, yeah, Frankie. That's, I mean, that's I've, true. I've, that's I've, true. I've seen you play at the miniature golf. I know <laughs> yeah. you are not ready for that putt-putt clown. I can tell you right now, you're having a hard time with yeah. that clown mouth every single time that you, he just annoys the hell out of you. Yeah, the windmill gets me, too. Ah, you poor, <laughs> you poor dude. Yeah, um, I'm just a sad old man. Well, you might be an old man, but I don't know about sad. <laughs> so, all right, everybody, let's get to the WWDC results. So, overall, Frank, we had this unique style. Remember, if you're listening to us 27 years later, well, this was during the coronavirus time. So we yes. had a humongous problem going on in this world, but now we are out of that world of coronavirus problems, and we are now here. And I have to ask you, Frank, your thoughts on how this podcast went. You mean? I'm the, sorry, it's, the, a, it's a keynote event. Wow, oh, I'm so into our yeah. podcast, I got it completely wrong. Yeah, the keynote, well, as always, I thought, uh, well, it was, it was different this time, but I thought it was very exciting. We got to see some, a little bit of the campus, uh, not as much of Tim Cook as we had seen in the past. Um, a lot of other individuals talked about other, you know, a lot of different things. Uh, iOS 14, uh, Mac OS, iPad OS, and different individuals. And of, of course, don't forget one of the most important features: the new silicon chips that Apple is making. That's right. Apple silicone. Silicon, silicone. silicone what is silicone. it called? All right. Whatever suits your fancy. They All said right. silicon. Uh, silicon. Okay. Well, that's that definitely did happen. We're going to go in order of everything that happened this week. I got to tell you, I, right away you could tell the production of it was just... You know, one of the things I told you right before we went on the air, just a lot of green screen it felt like. Uh, it didn't feel any... It didn't feel like they were... In a the real Apple camp, I feel like they filmed all the Apple stuff and then they threw them in there. It just didn't feel, it just didn't look as good. 
Um, I thought the production of transitioning from each spot was cool. That I will like. But I really wish that they were... It, it definitely didn't look like they were in the the spots they were in. Yeah. Well, I, I, I thought it was um, interesting how they opened with Tim Cook, his back to where the audience would be, so you could see all right. the empty seats. Right. Um, I thought that was interesting. Frank, you are coming out of frame, sir. I cannot see you. Oh, Jesus, you man. Look at this man getting lazy ever <laughs> since he lost his weight. So continue what you were saying, Frank, but say it in the frame so people actually could see you on camera. All right. Uh, when Tim Cook started his presentation, he was uh, facing the camera, and the camera was really at, kind right. of at the back of the stage so you could see an empty stadium or uh, the theater there. I thought that was a little interesting. Yeah, and then, of course, they started off with everything with the Black Lives Matter and uh, all the, uh, you know, uh, the coronavirus going on, two things going on at the exact same time that affected this entire world. You know, Apple pledging they pledge $100 million to a movement that they have a special program for black and African-Americans. So Tim Cook talked about that. And, yeah, this is the, this is uh, the one problem I have when it comes to Tim is, a, again, you're right. He's not on stage enough, and, and I wish he was. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's where things get a little annoying. But he's also not the technical guy in the background of everything, too. So I can also understand uh, that as well. So let's talk about it, Frank. So let's go down in order of what happened. Uh, of course, they started off with iOS, almost like what they do every single time. And let's talk about some of the new features that they came out with and some of the more exciting features. So they introduced the app library. We have the new widgets feature on the home screen. Picture in picture, which I can't wait till we talk about. Yeah. Siri no longer being a full screen application, which was awesome to hear. Uh, messages now that we have that new at style where you could you could tag someone in a group. Uh, maps are expanding their countries. They are allowing cycling now built into it, which is great for people in major cities. Uh, CarPlay is getting a humongous upgrade with the digital car key. They're opening the NFC. You chip. also forgot in the maps they have uh, if you have an electric vehicle. They, yes, electric vehicle. Uh, map it out so you can go to the charging stations along yep. your trip. And uh, as I understand it, you put in the type of vehicle you have, so they'll give you the charging stations for that particular manufacturer. Correct. And then they also talked about the App Store and how they're going to talk and how they are launching something brand new with the sign with Apple and Apple Pay. And uh, basically a QR code or location tag can now allow an app to pop up even if you don't have it installed. So let's talk about a couple of the big things that they. I wanted to kind of give you an overview. We're going to start talking about Mac OS, iPad OS, uh, privacy, home, uh, Mac OS, and then of course Apple, Apple Silicon. But also what they didn't talk about, uh, which has came out afterwards, and we're going to talk about that at the end so everyone knows what is missing in the keynote that they kind of like put on the back burner. They don't want everyone to know about. Yeah. So. Let's talk about Frank. First off, well, new iOS 14. Yep, the auto organizer for your apps. Um, so yep. app library, which is that's called. Yeah, the right now you can have multiple pages on your phone. You would swipe through them, and you could create folders. But still, if you if you collect a lot of apps, you're still going to have a lot of screens. Now, what happens is you can hide screens. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't have to go through as many. And then at the last screen, as I understand it, the last screen on as you swipe to the left is going to be your app library. And it will automatically 
organize your apps. I believe I, I would think by genre, um, so that yeah, you will I, have I, like apps grouped together. Right, and they and they talked about what groups are 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 doing, including recently added ones, ones that they believe you're going to to actually, yeah, uh, mo- you know, use the most, yep, which is most what they were going recently added. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, one of the things I liked about it was the way that the widgets could be on the main screen. Like every day, I always check the weather, and usually I slide to uh, the widgets area to do it. Now it could be right on my screen, which is awesome. And I'm yes. really happy they're doing that. I think that's important. Uh, I think Siri no longer being a full screen app is a big thing. And incl- not only that, but the phone calls as well, which is a humongous feature that I told my wife about that. And she was like, oh, thank God um, <laughs> well, you for know, that. Going back to your earlier point about the widgets, um, they also mentioned that you could set it up that, like you mentioned, you you look at the news in the morning. Well, you could have that widget change with the, Throughout the, the time day. of the day. Yep. So the news doesn't always have to be in that widget. It could be news in the morning, um, weather at noon, or whatever you wanted. So there's a, there's a lot of customization that can go on there. And that's pretty exciting. The fact that the phone calls will come Yep. interrupting you anymore. Yeah. Now, they introduced that in the iPad OS, which I thought was interesting. I brought it up here now because it, it affects all of our OSs, so yes. I don't know why they just didn't talk about that. I think they just wanted to add more things for iPad OS, yeah. which, you know, you know, in reality, especially on the iPad, if you're getting a call and it blocks everything you're doing, yeah. that's super annoying, and everyone hated that. Yeah. And now Apple finally has decided to change that setting around, which I think is awesome. Uh, messages, not really anything too crazy. I thought the idea of the groups having their own pictures is great. I yeah. think the mentions is great. Uh, no, and I'm glad they didn't st- spend 40 minutes on that because they did that with Memoji. They went crazy with four Memoji. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you and can, they spent you too can long single on out. That. You can single out a particular um, message and reply to the person that sent that. You don't have to reply to the entire group, which is also right. pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like that I a lot. Agree. Uh, CarPlay. Now we don't have any of this technology in our cars. At least, do you have CarPlay in your car? I do not. Yeah. So we don't How? care about that because we don't have cars like oh, that. That's not true. That's not true. No, it, I don't have a car. Be, it would be an incentive for me to go buy a new. You know, I'm not gonna buy a car for CarPlay. I'm sorry. I buy a car to get my ass from one spot to another. Now, All right. Now I know you don't move a lot anymore, Frank. <laughs> you know I know we're improving that by me putting you on the keto diet. But damn, man! Like I don't not gonna buy a BMW to to get my CarPlay and amazing car features. Will, like I'm sorry, I'm not. Oddly and, enough, Will, I was looking at a BMW five, so now oh I may just God, put it now off. you throw now you're just throwing your goddamn money around. You retired, old scholastic asshole. That's All right, okay. So, Apple stock's going up, man. That's true. Went up at least two percent today. That was good, man. Made over a thousand bucks today. I'm happy. There you go. Sitting at home. <laughs> and then the universal search I thought was very interesting as well. Now this has to tie into the iPad OS. One thing I loved about iPad OS, the sidebar is coming yes. on most of the apps. Thank God because we I love the I love the sidebar. Yes. Sidebar is one of the best features that are so small that imagine you didn't have that ever. Well, yeah. you haven't had it on the iPad. But now yeah. you're getting it. So just like the news app has it and other apps have it, now we're getting it. And thank God for that. Yeah. 
Um, and it's funny because they used to have it on certain apps and then they took it away. Well, they didn't take it away. They just didn't show it all the time. You like had iPhoto is a perfect example. iPhoto had that. Yes. Photos kind of try to get away from it, but people like having a list. Yes. Like they do. Yep. And speaking of that, they're they're improving that with files too because now files has a sort change now. Um, yep. Again, you're going to have the side list wide open, ready to go, and organized. It's it's a beautiful thing for iPad OS to have that, and then even for the music, that's the, probably the biggest one. Yeah. I like having that list on there. And you know what I think it really brings to the forefront, Will, is the fact that you're going to have the sidebar in pretty much every Apple app, so that no matter what app you're using, you will be familiar with the format across the board right. um, and that's an apple and, thing to and do. i think that's that's a very very big plus in my opinion the, the menu bars across the top all of those icons will be uniform um, so you're never really lost from application to application that to okay. me that's an important feature so like right now if i search the dark night it's not take i don't have an option in there it tells me Siri knowledge, suggested websites, news, podcasts. Why is it not taking me to the TV app where I could buy it? That doesn't make any sense. Yep. Like, people, look, Dark Knight, and it doesn't even show me anything but TV in it. Like, what's up with that? Like, how is that not one of the options that should be up there? doesn't make any sense to me. You know, and now hopefully this universal search is going to look inside of the apps what I'm looking for and figure that out because I get annoyed by stupid things like that. But I got to tell you, Frank, do you have, do you have an iPad, right? Yes, sir. Several. Do you have the Apple pencil? I do. Tell me how you feel about that. Cause I don't have an Apple pencil. Well, about well, the scribble feature. <laughs> believe it or not, I have the older Apple pencil. I don't have the, cause I bought the iPad before I retired, but the scribble feature I actually use that a lot on my watch with my finger, and I think it's going to be a huge plus on my iPad where you can take notes in script, and then it will turn it into text. And I'm sure there's going to be a learning curve to recognize your handwriting, but I think that's going to be a big, big feature because, you know, if I'm taking notes in a class and I want to give those notes to a fellow student, they're not going to understand my chicken scratch. But if I convert it to text, you can easily send that off to them. It's going to be a, a big help. And you can also, it's going to be a lot easier to highlight a word or a group of words, a paragraph in your script, and then cut and paste it, convert it to text all in one uh, step. I think that's going to be huge. Very big. I, I like the idea of shapes that can be changed now. I think how you can select handwriting, put like like a different color over it, and yes. so that stands out a little more. And even when you even when you highlight the handwriting text, you can copy and paste it to another app, and then it pastes it as text, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, I think that's a great. I think that I think this is a very very good app. It's a great added bonus to the Apple Pencil. And it doesn't matter which one you have. So it doesn't matter which which Apple Pencil you're using. There's no exclusive feature other than the hold of it. That's really it. 
Right. Well, I think the intelligence that they're building into this, both the Surrey intelligence and the pencil intelligence, is is really jumping a big step in this iteration. And another great feature that would be so useful. Now, this is great for all of our former Apple peeps, the Translate app. Oh, that's yeah. going to be working offline. Yep. And that's key. They said it was offline. So you do not need to be connected to a, uh, a service in order for Translate to work. They're going to have, I think, like seven different languages. The most common ones. Eleven different languages. Eleven. Which, Thank which you. I was a little disappointed in because I thought, hmm, you know, uh, there would be more. Because the app that I use, Say Hi, um, there's, oh, I never really counted them, but there's a whole laundry list. Um, but I imagine that over the course of time, they'll, they'll add more. But 11 of the uh, languages is a, is a good start. 11 is fine for me. I, I don't think that's – I think that's enough to start with. One thing I would also like to mention with Apple, with iOS 14, picture and picture. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy. Now, I hope YouTube adapts that because the biggest thing with picture and picture, any screen, you could swipe the video away and just hear the audio. Because maybe I don't want to hear, maybe I don't want to see a pod, uh, uh, something on my YouTube or on app, our TV app. Maybe I want to be able to kind of just lower it a little bit. Now, you could do that in iPad with some apps now, like Plex and other ones, but you can't do it on the iPhone. They're bringing it to the iPhone uh, as well. Uh, Translate, how the heck am I supposed to speak Greek when I want to go to Greece? That's not, That wasn't one of the options, damn it. You should already know Greek. You are I'd, Greek. I, I'm 50% <laughs> Greek, okay? That means I only know 50% of the language. Yeah, the other thing with, with uh, the Translate app that they're creating, if you turn your phone in landscape mode, yep. it will automatically set the microphone for whatever side is going to be talking next. So I thought that was a pretty interesting feature. That's a small thing, yeah. You, yeah, you, but it's You wouldn't know good. that's a big thing until you actually have it. Yeah. You got three microphones in your phone, and I think it's important that it knows like which microphone to use, as well. Now, another uh, to add another bonus. Now they go out, kind of went off a little bit and talked about AirPods, which I was like, oh, really? What are they bring up AirPods for? Uh, well, couple the things. So, AirPods does have the ability right now if you have a pair, which you can get a free pair if you're an educator right now, as we talked about in our last episode. Please check that out not only on our YouTube, but also check out the podcast and download that episode. The AirPods do are able to. You can go to the Bluetooth icon and click on it, and it does switch. But you have to do something. Right. Now it's going to automatically know what you're doing and what device you're using, and know that, automatically. That's, that's scary. That's scary to know. Like right now, if I'm on, let's say my AirPods were on this Mac right now, all of a sudden I pick up my phone, and I start talking into it. Now I could, I could see that somewhat not working because what if you're watching something on here but then you go to your iPhone um, I know you're not playing music or anything but if you get a phone call it'll automatically switch over which I think that's great for that yeah. but I don't know if it's going to work all the time we'll find out Yeah. Uh, but the spatial audio and how they had to talk the about sound that's how they were, and awesome. how they and it works for Adobe Atmos which I think is yep. going to make a lot of people happy yep. and the fact that they had to figure out that if we turned our head or turned our phone or a bus moves in a direction, that it's still able to keep that same spatial audio using a gyroscope. Yeah. Amazing, like, way how those how all these different technologies are, t are talking together yeah. to make sure it doesn't mess up 
uh, the audio because normally you're in your home, your audio doesn't move. Yep. But if you went to the left of your room, you're only you're going to hear more the left side than you are the right. Yes. Well, with AirPods and to, when we're going to bring up Apple TV, you know now you're able to kind of walk wherever you are and it's able to keep the same audio. That's pretty amazing. Hey, one of the biggest things that I can't wait for is the Apple TV will support two sets of AirPods simultaneously. Yes. yes. That is absolutely amazing. Yes. Amazing. I, I, I never, I, I'm not going to lie, I never used one pair of headphones as it was. You actually do that, though? Well, there are certain cases Because I'm trying where, to figure out a scenario where I'm going to like that. Well, m my wife has a habit if I'm watching TV... She has a habit of playing her games or she'll be watching something on YouTube and she just plays the sound through her phone. And from time to time, it's annoying. And I'll do the same thing, but not intentionally. Um, so having the AirPods connected and you're tuned into your show or the movie, whatever you're watching, and other people can do other things and it's not going to bother you. So I think that's I think that's going to be big. Watch it, but now let's pick it up to the Watch OS 7 well, that minute. is coming. Let me finish with this. Oh, One okay. more thing. Uh, no, Paul, we didn't get that. Don't if, tease the audience. If you have an elderly person you're taking care of and you go over to their house and they have the TV up to 90, all you have to do is get them a set of AirPods with an Apple TV and they have their own set of headphones. They don't. You don't have to have the TV up to... 80 or 90 volume level. Okay. I'm sorry to my wife for this, but your mother needs that immediately because she's watching her Fox News 20 hours a day, and I don't want to hear it. So that's what we're going to do. Thank you, Frank. You have now given me a scenario there you, um, you know, for that reason. So obviously, if Frank comes over, we would do the same thing because he's probably that's watching. Right. Yep. He's probably watching like drum videos all, all day. That's right. So. You got it. <laughs> We should one day take a tour of your drum sets. Sure. Uh, Watch OS 7 uh, came out as well. Uh, well, is announced. I wouldn't say it came out. Uh, but now they're going to be able to do multiple complications in one face, which I love that. Yeah. So having two different complications. But they upped the ante. You can actually download a watch face from an app that could contain multiple apps in one watch face, which I think that's really yes. cool. And not only that, yep. they added that you could share that in messages or social media, so other people could come out with a watch face. You could download that to your device and have that set up as a watch face. Very cool stuff. I saw that and I went, oh, I could, I would really like that. Uh, there are several times I have a watch face and I was goes, how did you do that? And I would go through the whole thing, setting up her watch face similar to mine, when all I would have had to do is to share that watch face and she would have it. That's going to be a big time. That's great. Saver. And I love how it could be a social media share, uh, which I think is great. Cycling directions, of course, we kind of talked about that. They now have dance workouts that are now going to be tracked. That's uh, interesting. I like that. Wow, you dance all the time, Mr. Well, Salsa you know, Man? I'm, I'm, my wife and I are thinking, you know, we, we got the keto thing going. We're losing weight. Now, now we're going to start doing some dancing, shed a few more pounds, you know? Oh, my God. I want to learn. Frank is going to do not only a live drum performance, but a live salsa performance and a keto cooking show all here on the Fake Different Podcast. Subscribe now. And now we, and then they changed uh, the activity app. They now call it Fitness. Yep. And they are having a new summary tab, which I thought looked good. 
Yes. And it, including in that is sleep tracking. Yeah, that that for me is a question mark. Let me see if you picked it up, what they said to do uh, when it comes to fitness tracking, like when you wake up in the morning. It, it gives tells you the type of sleep you've had and so on and so forth. But then later on in the day, you have to charge your watch. No, so that's what I wanted to see if you picked up. When you wake up in the morning, they tell you the battery life, and she slightly just said it. What they're training you to do is to get up in the morning and put it on the charger before you start your day. Yeah. That yeah. is how they're training you see, see, on I, using the Apple Watch. So yeah, I that, want the and, opposite. When I, when I, uh, but that's the way it should be, honestly. If you really think about it, you're wearing the watch the entire day. When the morning, what are you doing? You're making your breakfast. You're getting your coffee ready. You're gonna t hopefully you're taking a shower once a week, and <laughs> you are able to just put your watch on the face just for a little bit, and yeah, but you wanted to count your steps. Oh come on, give me a break! Yeah. Dude, what are you doing so, now? Unless you work out in the morning, that kind of right. hurts do. you. I do, I do. Well, okay. I Okay, so you work out in the morning, but then you take it off. You're going to shower. You don't need the watch on when you shower. I'm sorry, you don't. That's true. And yeah. and you put it away, and that is what they're telling us or, or trying to train you, I would say, to do it. I wouldn't be surprised when they come out with the full version of it, which, by the way, watchOS is going to come out as a beta on there for the first time. They have not released watchOS on, as a beta, uh, so yeah. they are doing it this time. And that's how you're going to have to do it. Because definitely, they're not they're not denying your battery's going to last. They're not. Well, my routine is I take my watch and I put it on a charger. So when I get up in the morning, it's charged and ready to go. I'll have to see how this if I want to try that sleep thing. Yeah, I'm going to try it for a week. I am yeah. going to try it. I, I'm curious. I want to know what it's like. You yeah. know, I want, I want to know what how it works, if it's going to affect it. Now, the good thing is we're all staying home now. And I'll be honest, I don't wear a watch as often because I'm staying home. I'm always in front of a computer or I, I just, for whatever reason, my body has now been trained not to wear my watch because of the way I'm working now. You know, well, I have to make a confession. Prior uh -oh. to me buying an Apple Watch, I collected wristwatches. I had... Um, That's your confession? I, I still do. I have about <laughs> 12 wristwatches, two citizens, uh, and the rest all chased hour. Um and they're not they're not as expensive as Rolex, but you know, they're up there. When I bought my Apple Watch, there were a couple times I went to put on I put on a different watch, right? And I felt incomplete is the only word I can use. I was so disappointed that hey, this watch isn't tracking my steps. It, you know, uh, I can't take my heart rate with it. So the Apple Watch is the only watch I wear. It, it's I have those watches mm. sitting there in their cases, and I'm like, huh. Um, I got to tell you, it's the weirdest thing that I, I just, I don't know what it is. I just wear it all the time. I get up in the morning, I put it on, I don't take it off. Okay. So it's, I don't know why. It, it's just a weird feeling. When I go out of the house, I feel like I'm incomplete without it. You talk about a feature, by the way, that no one really wanted. And now they are a hand washing timer. Yeah, right. Now that talk about the most interesting thing they came out with, but the idea of it's able to know when your hand motion is washing its hands, probably water contact, I would say, is something to do with it. And they hear the soapy sound coming from so it's using sound 
and hand movements to figure out that you're washing your hands and it's going to have the timer um, and tell you how long to wash it. How cool was that? My wife even looked at that like, oh my God, that is the coolest thing. Really? I, I, okay. I, we, me, don't, we don't need it. We don't need it. No. But I like, but the idea that the next time I wash my hands and I have WatchOS 7 on here and it's going to time me of how long you're supposed to be washing your hands, I think that's pretty neat. Well, to me, that ranks right up there with the um, the glass that blinks when you need to take a drink to tell you you're thirsty or not, or you need to hydrate. It's like, I know. really? <laughs> I know. I, I can't wait to try it once. I'll <laughs> definitely turn it off afterwards, but you know what? This is the era we're in. You would, there is no way when they created this watch seven years ago, they said, you know what? One thing that this watch absolutely must have is a timer on the screen <laughs> to let you know how long you are washing your hands. Yeah. The more you know. So to move on from WatchOS, I mean, they ended with that, and I'm just like, that's amazing. The Apple privacy, I was surprised how much time they spent on that, and they tied in with HomeKit, but the one thing I took out of that was that you can now upgrade an account to sign in with Apple, yes. and that was like, I was like, oh, I'm ready for that now. I, I concur completely, but some things that I took out of it that I found very important you can now when you're selecting an app from the app store you can then they will have a label in the app store showing you that that manufacturer's privacy agreement mm -hmm. um, not the whole agreement but a summary right right i, I thought that that was very cool now why do you think they're doing this frank why is this becoming such a big thing now well, um, compared well, to like two or a year ago. Well, see, Apple has always been very subtle in their advertising. They would, you know, Apple's privacy, privacy has always been the number one product, in my opinion, of Apple. Now, with the, the uh, hackers into Facebook and Google and other things, privacy has become something that more people are thinking about and i believe apple is finally getting on board by by telling people hey look at what we're doing in terms of privacy not only we're doing but the people that we are doing business with have to adhere to these policies in order for them to sell their apps on our app store um so i i think that's a big big plus in my opinion i do think it's very important when it comes to the privacy of everybody i honestly feel like you should know that you, you should, should know that you should but a lot of people it they don't get it they don't get it like google photos all right oh what you load your photos into google cloud it's free well listen nothing's free yeah all right they're gaining something out of you putting your photos in their cloud so mm -hmm. that's where privacy, I think it's the number one product that Apple sells. Man, you're, you're, are you drumming on the table, Frank? Are you trying to do a song right now? Uh, I'm doing the Khrushchev thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for dinner. Yes. They talked about HomeKit after that. Uh, and then HomeKit, they talked about open source. So it's almost like they're opening HomeKit to everybody. Yeah, uh, that's what it sounded like to me. They're going to improve the home screen with the most important things at the top, which I think is great. I love like your your more important things like your your lock of your door, your garage door, 
like that feature. Adaptive lighting, so it'll change the lighting based on what's going on throughout the day. Cool. Don't need yep. it, but it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apps already do that now. It's just that now it's built into HomeKit. The camera, the activity zone focus is cool because how annoying is it that something goes in the frame that means nothing, but now they're they're allowing these cameras to focus in on certain areas that they know has some more activity and that's what they're going to kind of track. Now, again, you have to have one of these special cameras that connects directly with iCloud. And right now, there's not that many out there, number one. Or two, they are expensive. Yeah. What about uh, the facial recognition? Yeah. that I, I, don't, I don't get enough people coming to my house, so I, I could care less about that. Okay. All right. <laughs> you have enough people coming to your home, Frank, that you need to know who they are? Just a mailman. Brings okay. the bills. So you put the mailman and give him a lock to unlock your door, okay? <laughs> He's so trusting, this man, yeah. over here. Another great feature is uh, the live view in Apple TV. So now you can actually see if someone's approaching your door, they'll have a pop-up yep. that'll picture-in-picture picture it, and you can see that. Uh, so I like that. AirPlay picture-in-picture picture came out for the TV OS, which I love that. So you yeah. can AirPlay something smaller on the screen on the Apple TV. Yeah, I, that's... that's uh... I like that. You could be watching a movie and then have, well, I guess if somebody comes to the door or whatever, you you don't have to necessarily interrupt the movie. You'll see that in a, a corner. So that's mm-hmm. going to be interesting. Very nice. Uh, and then the last thing is the new show that they announced uh, called yeah. Foundation for Apple TV Plus coming out in 2021. I will say that looks really good. It did. It did. Um, if you're a science fiction fan... Um, that is going to be... Do you know anything about that uh, foundation? Because they talked about... It was a book or... The author, Isaac... Um, I can't. I forget his last name. But uh, he's very well... World known for science fiction and uh, that whole series. So it's... That's going to be something. And, of course... The people that were involved is the, I believe it was the director that did the uh, Dark Knight and uh, uh, another Batman yeah. movie. Yeah. So is that the director? That's not uh, Christopher Nolan. That's directed. That's not. Wasn't it? I, Christopher Nolan directed those films. Was it the executive producer of it? I forget who. Uh, maybe. So, but it's I know not. It's not that, Nolan. I can tell you no, that. There's no, no. way. But uh, it looked very interesting. The the uh, trailer for it. So. That was tvOS, macOS, iPadOS, and now the big dog. We have macOS, and they announced it as macOS 11. Yes. Big Sur. Big Sur. With, with the biggest redesign in the entire history of Apple, probably since the beginning and beginning of of OS 10, because that's this is a, a, a completely new design with a new dock control center built on the Mac. They're going to include all the message features now inside of the of the Mac. They're not they're everything. The screen effects, emoji, everything's going to be all a part of it now. Yep. And then maps, they added all the new features. I thought guides was kind of cool. I think that's great for people who are visiting somewhere they haven't been to. I think yep. guides would be very helpful. And you uh, can save them. You can save them. It's not like yep. a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. And you have Mac Catalyst, which, of course, is the combination of moving an iOS app over to the macOS platform without it compromising without anything. everything from top yep. to bottom. And, and, you know, and like I said, the big thing with Catalyst is that you get the shortcuts, you get the, wind- the multiple Windows support. That's really what 
you know, what everybody wants. But Safari went through a humongous change. Boy, do they want to be Chrome. Because think? if you, you you haven't used a Chrome browser, right? No. Chrome browser loves two big things, extensions and home pages. And yeah. Safari now has both of them uh, coming to this platform. Now, the home page right now, you could recustomize it with your own picture. This is exactly what Chrome does. Frank, it's Chrome. Exactly yes. what Chrome does uh, when it comes to that. The privacy well, report also comes over. Now, extensions do yes. exist on Safari, but what my friend told me is that Google lets you do it for free. Safari, Apple charges people for extensions. Hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. So yeah. I can see why people don't have that many extensions for Safari, but it sounds like they're really going to be going forward with extensions and the extensions that live and let you know on the Mac App Store which ones have extensions that will be able to work with the Safari browser. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things I thought when you when you watch these updates uh, year after year, I, I, you know, the big thing a couple of years ago was dark mode. Now they're going back to more color. Uh, you know, white with different colorations on the sidebar, things like that. Um, it's just another option that you can select. You can stay in, in dark mode if you wish, or you can, you know, go into full color mode. Uh, changing the icons around somewhat, rounding the corners, things like that. Overall, I thought it, I think it's going to be a very, very uh, good, robust system. The translate features are also coming, so you could translate a whole website in a different language automatically, yes. keeping the same format. Yep. Yep. Uh, so this was a humongous change. Now, I skipped... Catalina for a lot of reasons. I didn't feel like Catalina was going to do anything for me. Um, also, I was losing a lot of app support that I may still need. Uh -huh. uh, this Big Sur has definitely convinced me. I was like, of all the names, I love how Craig Federini always talks about the name of the OS because <laughs> he, he drives it home that, yeah. you know, the, the team was hard at work, you know. Yeah. Um, Big Sur, what do you think of the name? You know, uh, a rose by any other name would still smell as sweet. Okay. <laughs> so. Do you still name, miss your cats? Do you still miss your cats? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, it doesn't matter to me one way or the other. Mm -hmm. The name of it, but. Big Sur. Yeah. Well, I guess it's a big change. This is yep. a humongous change. Now, this all ties in to this macOS release with the big dog that Tim Cook announced. Yeah. Apple Silicon is going to be the replacement of Intel processors on future Macs going forward. And this is the platform that Apple sounds like they're going to stick with forever, going at least for the next decade. Yeah. So Apple Intel came in around 2007. Or yeah. no, when did, when did it come out? Around 2004, 2007? When did they start? 2004, right? Yeah, 2004, they started. yeah. So think about it. For 16 years, we stuck with Intel systems. They went from PowerPC to Intel, I was in the middle of that transition because I bought a computer, the white iMac, then a few months later, the Intel Mac came out, and I'm in the middle, so that means for two years, two to three years, I, we looked this up, Apple did, had a, a software called Rosetta that is able to basically architect a PowerPC app to work on an Intel Mac, and it worked for about three years, yes. and that's when it went away. So when you upgraded from Tiger 
that's when the first version of Rosetta came out. It ended three years later with Lion. Yeah. That was a very, very quick transition that I don't know if everybody was ready for it. Yeah. Apple this time, I think is, and I wouldn't know. I wasn't in the business yet, so I was, and I was also a lot younger. I didn't understand it until after I joined it. Until I became a technician, I didn't understand what Rosetta meant, and until I was training people, what that meant because we were doing one-to-one trainings, and we got to teach all these older people what this is and what the meaning of it is. You know, do you remember well, that time going through that? I do, I do. Um, but this time, the Rosetta is going to be transparent to the user. It's called Rosetta 2. And it's just, it, the, the user's really not going to have any interface the way I understood it with it. It's just going to work in the background. So that should be interesting. Um, and they were saying that uh, it should be in use for about five years so, we'll see. Yeah, that's a long time. That's a lot it, longer than three. That, yeah, that that was for sure. So, well, uh, what's the life expectancy before they uh, term them? Uh, what's the term you guys? Well, they said two years. They said two years was the transitional period from changing all of their Mac hardware to. No, what by I mean way, is when a piece of hardware they no longer support it. Well, um, typically it's about five years. Five years, yeah. So. So they're developing a transition kit Mac, which is a Mac. Now, apparently they did this last time, that they gave a Mac to people to use that you can, that you buy, and you eventually return. It's kind of like you're renting it to develop your transition kit over. And the one surprise that they said is that everything that they talked about today with Mac OS, they were running on an ARM, or which Apple Silicon-based yep. processor. Yeah. Now, do we now we saw the display? It was an XDR display, but we have no idea what Mac was running underneath it. Yes. Yeah. So, which tells me that they, they used a, well, they could have. Yeah, you're right. They could have used a Mac Mini on that. We don't. But again, to run like what they were running a Final, they were showing Final Cut Pro, uh, Adobe Photoshop, Microsoft. So they were already showing the big guys. But let me ask you this: Do you think that uh, this new chip? will be a competitor for a gaming machine? I guess it depends on who makes the game. If this if this could take advantage more of the the software, if it could work better with the software and take some of the heat off of it, the processor, because of everything that they're introducing with the neural engine, with metal, right, yeah, right. I think it could, but it's hard to tell. They got to be optimized for it. And that, yeah. that's because one of the biggest problems I had at the Genius Bar were people that came in and they were, you know, well, why come this game isn't working that great? Well, because it's not a gaming platform. You know, you, right, you would right. think a $3,000 computer would be a gaming platform, but it's not. Face it, Apple doesn't want to rely on Intel's chips. They're, they're right. out of it. They're, they're not in control. They've been in control since the 85X chip came out, where now they have the control and putting a, you know, we always said the iPad Pro cannot take advantage of what the processor is in there. We know that based on the benchmark tests that they run. So that, that's, and, and for what they're saying, this was running on an A12X chip. Yeah, which is in the Pro. Right. So. And they're saying all this stuff could run off it? Well, 
it all depends on what the Mac was underneath that they were using, which we did not see. Right, right. Uh, uh, and then they said that it'll take a end of the year, and this was a shock. They're going to have their first system at the end of the year. Yeah. So that tells me in September we're getting an announcement. Yeah. Now, do you think it's going to be a portable? Yes. Or desktop? Well, you, I can think of the iMac possibly having it, because remember, we talked about that new iMac, and we'll get to the part what Apple didn't talk about. Right. But... They gotta develop. They gotta have a, a flagship product for this to work. But they also gotta be careful to not make it like their pro machine. Yes. They have to make it a machine that is for a basic user, which I think the Air is the right machine. Or they're just gonna come out with a completely different style Mac, which I, I'm thinking the iMac might be. Well, you know, traditionally you always got more for your money in the desktop. But isn't the point of this supposed to save money because of the fact that Apple's making their own chip? They're well, not relying what, that, on Intel? That's what I was just going to ask you. What do you think the price points are going to be? Are they going to um, be more? Are they going to be They less? should be the same. Okay. They should be the same. They should, should not be, be more. That That is, they should definitely not be more. Uh, okay. I would expect it to go down or stay the same. I would say stay the same is fine. But the, the, there's going to be a lot of fear. You got to I mean, imagine being an Apple employee at the end of this year. You have to explain now to a lot of people. Frank, do you think they really care if it's, what kind of Intel chip is in that computer? No, no. So does it matter if I say, "Oh, we have our Apple silicone chip in there"? Do you think it matters? A customer's going to know the difference between an Intel chip and an Apple silicone chip. I here's what's going to matter if a architect student comes in and says will this run my CAD system mm -hmm. if you say yes it's not going to matter if you say oh well you, we don't know you have to check with the manufacturer then it's going to matter or a lot of the uh, uh, advanced uh, chemistry programs things like that unique programs that maybe they don't have a mass market but they have a small education market, and they don't want to go through the trouble of converting it. Now, if the Rosetta 2 works like they're saying it's going to work, and you can prove it and say, well, I don't know, but here's what you can do. Buy it. Try it. You can return it in 30 days. If it doesn't work, bring it back. That's a hard selling point, though. It you got to tell it someone is. to try something. Uh, to, that's the thing. So I, I, here's a better wording. I probably would do that, and, and I'm reducing the Apple way. Well, if you check, I would actually ask the software manufacturer what they recommend, what kind of computer you should have. So if they say have an Intel one, you get an Intel one. You know, that's it. If the website, if the web developer has not given the Apple silicone chip in their description, I wouldn't do it. That That's the best answer I could give. You know, as beautiful as this new machine is, is it going to work with it? Yes, it's it's going to work with it. Yeah. That, that shouldn't be a question mark because Rosetta is supposed to take care of that. However, is it going to last you all four years of your college? Well, you know, that's what you yeah. don't know. Yep. Apple's got to be very careful on how they're doing this. That's the Apple silicone chip. You can read a lot about what's going on at Apple.com. They have everything. We did break down every single thing. The betas, the public betas are coming out all in July, which I do plan on putting on my personal phone. However, if you're not familiar on how this works, remember, there are 100,000 bugs inside of these software. 
Do not put this on your phone unless you know what the hell you're doing. And besides that, if something happens, don't go to, to Apple. It, you cannot go to the Apple Store and have oh, them restore it because hate the rule is the Apple Stores cannot even attempt to fix a phone that has beta on it. Right. So don't go to the Apple Store because they're just going to erase it. They do not have the compatibility. So you are, you are going to have to work with Apple developer to, for a problem or you're going to have to erase your phone. So please have a backup made. Now, I'm going to make sure I make an iCloud backup and I'm going to make a backup on my computer before I go yes. home and do that. Yep. And, of course, the releases are planning on coming out in the fall. And that was the entire platform. But let's talk about what they didn't talk about. And this is the good stuff. This is what I like when Apple doesn't talk about certain things. So, first off, iOS 14 will let users set third-party browser and mail apps as the default. And they announced that. So now you can use Chrome or Outlook rather than relying on Safari or Mail. What are your thoughts on that? I'm an Apple guy. I, I like to keep my, keep my life simple. I use the Mail app. I use Safari. I have no need to use Chrome or uh, Gmail or whatever. So to me, eh, doesn't matter to me. Mm -hmm. um, I think it, it may be problematic when people are setting up the iPhone uh, and, the, and the customer says, oh, well, I, I use, uh, you know, Gmail, so I want to use the Gmail app mm -hmm. instead of uh, the mail app on uh, the phone. But we'll see what happens. I have a perfect example. I have something, there's a file that we send to our, our clients at work. And when you open it in Google Mail, it doesn't do the same thing Apple Mail does. In fact, Google Mail does it wrong. So it, it tries to open the file, but the, a file is not readable like that. Where when you open it in the Apple Mail, right away it asks you, where do you want to put this app? And so that's an example of it. Now, another feature of iOS 14 is iOS 14 is compatible with iPhone 6S and 6S Plus and later. So they are still continuing allowing S's, uh, 6S's to have uh, that. That includes the original iPhone SE, by the way. Yeah, uh, but so you have this to is five years here. old. Yeah, What's you that? Well, you have to define the word run. Will the 6 and 6S run it? Yes. Will it run relatively quickly it should that remains to be seen but my my oh my i'm always gonna say this it should yeah, because it should. that's there's no reason to put it in these devices if it doesn't you know work with it and then same thing with ipad os ipad os is compatible with anything that's an ipad air 2 and above let's talk about this now we kind of hinted on this already but mac os is mac os version 11.0 they do not call it by the way i'm very curious to know that they had the serial number of the, of uh, if you look back on the screenshot, they have a screenshot of the the they didn't have the machine that they were using, which is the serial number on there. Of course, we don't know what machine that was. Yeah. But CO7 it says CO7 is not a normal beginning three letters. So that's why my thought said they were using something else yeah. that has not been released yet. But what are your thoughts on the end of Mac OS X going away? Uh, hey, you know, uh, I like change is good. Change is good. I'm not one of those uh, other people of my generation that uh, are, are mired down in the same old ways. I, you know, every year, let's learn something new. 
So, so far, it's been, it's been okay for me. So I don't say anything. And listen, Will, you didn't change the Catalina. I did. I didn't have any problems. So, so who's behind the times, me or you? Hey, buddy, I still have old <laughs> versions of Photoshop on here that I have illegally, and I'm not ready to make the move yet. So, yeah, so screw so you. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun iOS and iPad OS 14 also did not mention that the company is introducing a new Find My Network accessory program. New accessory program will allow third-party products and accessories to work with the Find My app, letting users track items directly on their Apple devices. So, what does that mean? Well, that definitely means that Tile um, is going to play a big part of this, I would assume. Yeah. And it says, it's not clear what this means for the Apple Tag product. Yeah, but this is a way for Apple to level the playing field to avoid giving AirTags as an unfair advantage, which I agree. So, the idea that these third-party devices now can work inside of Find My—that's great. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I like that app a lot. Uh, uh, unfortunately, a lot of my friends—you uh, know—they don't—they don't like to put their information in there, and because they think, you know, well, you're following me. I'm like. What's the big deal? I don't get it, but... That's know. stupid. I think... Then lose your phone and don't worry about finding it. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Watch OS 7. It's only compatible with Apple Watch Series 3 and later, so Series 2 no longer has any support yep. for it. Well, I think some of the things... Because that, you need to know how to hand wash your hands, so you, God damn it, you got to get a new watch. Yeah, some of the things I think that people were disappointed in, uh, they didn't feature anything, any new hardware. Um, no. They didn't show a new Mac design. They didn't nope. show any new iPhones. Nope. N no Apple TV. It's nope. interesting if they're going to update Apple TV, uh, the device itself. Um, you know, they, they have the storage in the device. Um, it would be nice to have the ability to record to your Apple TV. Mm -hmm. You know, like a DVR, you, you know? That would that would be interesting. You know, they have to have big more storage then because these shows would take up like the probably two to three gigabytes a piece, like an hour long one. Yeah, yeah. So you would have to have the room for it. So that would be because when you're buying the Apple TV right now, you're not thinking that thirty two sixty four gig. It's still not a lot of room, I think, for that. Yeah. Um, yep. And then the last thing is the HomePod. So the HomePod is getting support for third party music services. Thank God for that. So yeah. it's one of the reasons why people don't get a HomePod is because it doesn't support things like Spotify or SiriusXM. Yeah. They should be able to allow that well, um, in there. I mean, if they want to grow their platform, this is how, honestly, or make make it more compatible with every other device. You can't keep it so tight-knit on just Apple. I know it works for us because we're Apple fanboys and we yeah. used to work there and we used I, to get discounts, but not everyone's uh, like that. No, I mean, it, listen, I subscribe to Apple Music. I never thought I would subscribe to any music service, whether it was Spotify, Pandora, whatever. Um, I said, why do I rent music? But then when I sat down and looked at uh, on pencil and paper where I was allocating about $30 a month to buy new CDs or albums and new music and Apple says well you know for uh, $14 a month you can listen to your family can listen to all new music anytime anywhere create playlists all that 
I was like, well, hell, that's a no-brainer. So mm. that's and, and so I, you know, I keep it easy. I go to Apple Music. I don't have any problems, and I love it. Uh, also, compatible Macs with Big uh, with uh, Big Sur. So right now, it is anything that's a 2013 and later MacBook Pro, 2014 and later Mac Mini, 2017 later iMac Pro, 2014 later iMac, late 2013 and later MacBook Pro. 2013 and later MacBook Air and 2015 and later MacBook. So all the MacBooks are still compatible. Thank God for that. So the ones that were capable of running Catalina that cannot run Big Sur is any 2012 or 2013 early MacBook Pro, 2012 MacBook Air. So that's the one that before the transition ended. Right. That's very interesting because the MacBook Air just stopped not even two years ago. Uh, 2012 and 2013 iMac. So that means if you have a 2014 Mac... It's still compatible six years later. And then yeah. 2012 Mac Mini is no longer supported. Well, so, my iMac is a 2004, late 2014, so I should be in good shape. You're in good shape, yep. So I'm in good shape. Uh, my wife still has the I, – I, I bought her the, <laughs> the Mac Mini, the white one. She still has it. It's right next to me on my desk. Wow. Still works, by the way. It can only go up to, like, uh, uh, Mac OS 9. Uh, Mac OS 10.9. So, do you remember which OS that is? No, I don't. Maverick, sir. Oh, Maverick. Uh, oh, okay. Maverick. The first one we went differently from the tiger, from the from the yep. pets. That's why that huh. was so significant. That is all the big announcements going on. Um, you know, you could. I we've been che- I've been checking Mac rumors all day to see if anything new came out. Um, you you know, it looks like they're also going to have uh, iOS 14 warns drivers of speed and red light cameras. Interesting. Obviously, we're recording this on a Monday, so a lot of stuff could come out that we don't know about of little hidbits or features that are coming out. But overall, what would you say how everything worked out today? Did you really uh, enjoy it? I thought the presentation went very smooth. Uh, I thought that it was very well done. I don't know if it was all done live. No, um, none of it was done live. But, but uh, I, I thought it went very, very well. Uh, they had a lot of different people talk. Um, so you mm-hmm. got to see more, of the, a little bit more of the campus, um, which I'm dying to get out there and see. But uh, I, I thought it went real well, very mm-hmm. well done. Um, again, not not as much of Tim Cook, but hey, what are you going to do? There wasn't going to be, honestly. He never, he's, like I said, he's never on there. Uh, so this was a, a great episode, Frank. I had a good time uh, looking at everything today. That this was a. Uh, uh, you know, it was good to watch another WWDC, just focusing all day on that. I really had a good time uh, doing this podcast stream. Remember, you can check us out here. We are doing this every single Friday. We have a brand new episode, an audio version of this podcast, and we're going to be publishing the video version here on YouTube. Uh, we had a great time here today, Frank. And uh, next week, we are going to have our special 50th episode where we're going to try to have as many Apple employees in one spot at one time just to talk about our Apple Store experiences. And that's where we're going to leave off for next week. How, Frank, many, re- how many responses have you got? Zero. Zero. Thank All you right. very much, everybody, for this wonderful podcast. We like you. Thank you for joining us here. It was and a we lot hope of you fun, subscribe Rob. to us. It was a lot of fun. Subscribe here, not only on YouTube, but also add us, like us, give us that thumbs up, and give us a review on our iTunes. And check us out on our Facebook. We will be publishing articles on Facebook and Twitter as we see them come out. And we will 
We will publish them so that way you know what's going to be happening. And goddamn, back up your stuff before you install <laughs> a goddamn beta, or else you're going to you go. piss me off. And Frank will be pissed too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. Enjoy Take the care. rest of your week. And remember to think different with your favorite Apple Store, people.